0: Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. It is Sunday the 26th of August 2018 and I am broadcasting from beautiful Costa Rica where we have a light rain happening right now. And uh, here we are with our astrological week ahead and looking back a bit at the week we've just been through, I actually wish we could flush last week down the toilet (laughs) because it was a difficult week. And for so many reasons, Um, the mercury retrograde that went direct last Sunday, the 19th is had brought up all sorts of stuff. So usually when mercury goes direct, It shakes out things that were happening while it was retrograde. It brought out secrets. It, you know, things are revealed. Uh, The truth is revealed. And oftentimes Mercury retrograde, during the retrograde, the truth is revealed. But it can also happen that it goes direct and everything kind of collapses, which is what happened last week. Um, (laughs) So... One of the things I want to bring up is the fact that Mercury went retrograde the day before the second eclipse. So it was July 26th and the eclipse was July 27th. And that was a particularly potent and powerful eclipse, as I have said in these last weeks and months. So what happened there was that Mercury did its job in the respect that it was... You know, collecting information and bringing us back to things, and renewing and reviewing and re-establishing and reconnecting and reviewing and all sorts of stuff. And then when it came direct last week, it really just kind of shook out all of the information that had a lot to do with the eclipses. So two eclipses happened while Mercury was retrograde. The first one the first one was before Mercury went retrograde, but it was in its shadow on the 12th of July. The second one was the 27th. And then the third one was August 11th. And all of those, those last two really the, all the information that was collected during that time and stuff that we were thinking about and sorting through and all all reached a peak um, this week. Now, in the United States, out in the global sphere of things, um, we know what was going on there on Tuesday because of all the news and the information that came forward um, as a result of the investigations going on. Not to belabor that because everyone knows about it and it's in the paper and you can read about it anywhere. Um, The thing is that that Tuesday, I believe that Mercury really started to move forward and it really started to, you know, when it stations, it doesn't do anything just yet. It's sort of stopped and then it gradually starts to move forward. And I think that's when the real forward movement began was Tuesday because there were other things that happened that day and I got bombarded with emails and contacts and people talking to me about information that was revealed to them or not even necessarily information stuff they were processing from the eclipses surfaced for them and it could surface through a variety of ways a backache um, a headache a cold, something physical in the body. Um, It could have manifested in your life somewhere, you know, Um, you lost your wallet, anything, stuff that was just sort of surfacing, stirred up, all sorts of emotional upheaval really came forward on Tuesday the 21st. And we really, we had the moon in Capricorn for most of the week. So it became very concrete um, in the the respect that whatever was happening sort of lodged itself um, in our life somewhere. So in any event, the rest of the week was spent processing everything that came forward as a result of Mercury going direct. And so I hope everyone is doing well and doing better and really starting to kind of look on the bright side and look forward to what's next because we have to kind of shake out that energy of last week. Now, today is the 26th and we are in a very nice trine of the sun, which is an early Virgo, to Saturn and Uranus. So we're tying together, uh, you know, the planet of order and discipline and duty, with the planet of chaos and disorder and brilliance and genius, and with the principle of the sun or the Yang principle. And so this is really a a nice even energy and sort of hopefully mellowing things out a bit. Though, we do have the Venus-Pluto square today and that is never really comfortable. It reveals triangles and situations and relationships that may be uncomfortable, financial dealings, etc. cetera. So it's, it's a bit complicated. But most importantly, there's the full moon. And the full moon happened early this morning, um, 7.56 a.m. in New York time, or East Coast time, at three degrees Pisces, which means the sun is at three degrees Virgo. And so the, the moon is at three degrees Pisces. So the full moon is what's kicking out the eclipse energy, hurrah. So let's think about this. We're now at the 26th of August. The eclipse energy starts two weeks before the first eclipse. The first eclipse was the 12th of July. This started with the full moon on the 28th of June. So this 28th of June eclipse till now, Now this is long because we had three eclipses. Normally we have two eclipses and this time period is not so long and intense and profound. It's really got something to do with um, the, the fact that we had three eclipses and so much, so much has happened so much in everyone's lives. And now we have this full moon which is finally saying sayonara till next time <clears throat> we have eclipses in january and thankfully all of that is over in addition <laughs> tomorrow mars goes direct and in the east coast that is 1005 a.m. wow <laughs> so this is a complete shift from the end of june so we had the end of june where Mars was going retrograde on the 26th. The eclipse period opened with the full moon that started it on the 28th. So that last week of June, and now here we are in August and you know, we're having this profound move forward. Thankfully, as the moon is in Pisces as it's, you know, a sort of a healing moon, a healing place to be. And so this Mars period is over as well thankfully. (laughs) So we can all breathe a sigh of relief. Now, I don't expect that this eclipse energy and Mars retrograde turning direct energy is going to just be happiness and sunshine instantly tomorrow morning. I expect that there's going to be some more shaking out of this energy. So I'm feeling it. I've been feeling it. I can feel the energy around me. I feel the disruption. I feel the tension, the anxieties. I feel a lot of what all of you are feeling. And we've all had our own episodes this week and in the last week. And I just think that we have to be mellow and let things open to us and take action when necessary, and know when to take action and when not to take action. And this is really, really important because Mars is an action planet, and it is the planet of taking action. And we don't need to take action tomorrow morning at 10.05 a.m. So if you were waiting to buy that new car, (laughs) you might want to wait a couple days. (laughs) If you were waiting to have that fight with somebody, you might want to wait a couple days. If you were waiting to start a project, you know, you can start moseying on into that. But be easy with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Move forward with yourself gently in a gentle place. The most important thing you can do is seek out where you are. So sit with yourself and the energy and understand what place you're in. Because so many times we just try to bang on ahead, just keep moving. And it's not always the case. It's not the right thing to do. And so the universe will let you know, and your intuition will let you know how to move forward and when to move forward and when these things need to be sorted out. So, and maybe none of that's going on in your life. Maybe you don't feel you need to start an argument or you need to have a confrontation or you need to buy a new car, but Maybe you just want to sit with this energy and see what surfaces, because look, Mercury went direct on the 19th and the 21st. We got all sorts of information. So let's see what happens over the next couple of days and how we're going to sort through this and how we're going to feel um, and feel it out these next few days. It's um, an interesting ride. That's for sure. So there's a lot of heavy energy still. And I think the combination of Mercury going direct last week and the combination of this full moon ending the eclipse period and Mars going direct, it was all sort of con- congealing in the last week. And I think that it's going to congeal some more this week. So you can take some time off those of you in the United States who have a Labor Day weekend coming. I would hope you can take some time away and that that's going to be a lot more uh, satisfactory to you. Um, Then we also have on Tuesday this week, the last Mercury squared Jupiter. So remember there was a Mercury squared Jupiter sometime in early July, then Mercury went retrograde and Mercury squared Jupiter on the last eclipse on the 11th. And now Mercury is squaring Jupiter for the last time on the 28th Tuesday, which is uh, 1.30 in the morning if you live in the city, if you live, or if you live on, if you live on the East coast, you live in California, it's a couple hours earlier, but there should be breakthroughs and openness and um, information that's positive and affirmations and good things. So that's what we want to, we want to see. And so use it to have a breakthrough, use that energy that Mercury Jupiter square to have a breakthrough because that's positive use of that energy. Um, so, you know, new information will come to you that's open and positive and, and abundant and optimistic. Um, the next big turnaround we're going to have is Saturn going direct on the 6th of September, but we got a little while yet. So this was, only on the 26th of August. So let's just focus on what we've got right now. And so, honestly, I do believe that the best thing anyone can do this week is just take it one step at a time. And as we start the week and we have Mars going direct, we just have to pay attention to uh, where we are. And that's the most important thing. Mars goes direct at its place of exaltation at 28 degrees of Capricorn. So remember, it stepped into Aquarius in mid-May. It moved through Aquarius. It moved went retrograde on the 26th of June and then went through back through Aquarius. It was only got to nine degrees Aquarius. So it's going back through the experience of the early degrees Aquarius very soon, but we're still going to be in Capricorn for a little while. So Mars is going to stay in Capricorn um, until the 11th of September. Now at that point it reaches zero degrees Aquarius. So what's Aquarius about? Independence, freedom, revolution. Um, and one of the things that we need to be aware of is as we wind down this Mars retrograde is that Mars hasn't been retrograde in Aquarius since 1971. And so we're in a new phase of time and life and, and being in this world. And what is where is Mars now? It's going direct at the end of Capricorn. We have something in astrology called Famous... Points, And there are certain times in life that famous points are going to affect us, meaning that they are points in the Zodiac where something stationed, went direct, stopped, um, landed when something major happened in the world. And so Aquarius revolutionaries and geniuses and and independence and freedom, Aquarius, we, we need to remember when Mars goes through Aquarius that we're fighting for an ideal and in our independence and our freedom and our desire for those things. And in our revolution of our life, when we're trying to get confident and free with, with Mars, we need to um, pay attention to the fact that we have two planets in Capricorn right now, and that's Saturn and Pluto. And we have Mars in Capricorn. Yes, but those planets are not going to touch Mars like they did back in April. What's happening is We're getting, we're getting next year, we're going to start getting Saturn and Pluto together in Capricorn, which is going to be very powerful and probably intense and maybe difficult for people. Eventually, a number of things are going to happen. After Capricorn comes Aquarius. So what we're seeing now is the beginning of, you know, Mars going back into Aquarius. But since Mars made the retrograde in Aquarius, Since Mars is going direct and then gonna pass over that Aquarius again, it's gonna hit those certain points in Aquarius for the third time, we have to acknowledge that this early part of Aquarius is now going to be where we have famous points. So why I say that is the planets that are now in Capricorn are gonna eventually go into Aquarius, Saturn and Pluto. Saturn first because it moves faster. Saturn and Pluto are gonna come together. They are gonna, you know, conjunct, and Saturn is gonna move then in a couple of years back into Aquarius where it was like 28, 30 years ago. Now, when it hits that zero degrees Aquarius point, it's going to be uh, with Jupiter. And Saturn and Jupiter are gonna be together together at zero degrees Aquarius. And Saturn and Jupiter only get together once every 20 years. So what we're dealing with now when we see Mars passing over the zero degrees Aquarius point, we need to pay attention. So we need to pay attention to what happened in May, what happened um, earlier this month back on the 12th when Mars went to zero degrees Aquarius for days before that, and then left and went back into Capricorn. We need to pay attention to September 11th, 12th, you know, as it's moving forward past zero degrees Aquarius again, because that arrival into Aquarius is signaling something for us and it's going to be very powerful as Saturn and Jupiter in a year and a half from now hit that point. So that's going to be significant. Eventually Pluto will get there and that's going to stay there for a very long time. The last time Pluto was in Aquarius was the revolution, the French revolution. And so you can see that Aquarius is about groups. Aquarius is about uh communities <laughs> and it's about revolutionizing the community and somehow we're going to start experiencing some of that when we uh when we have um saturn and jupiter conjunct in aquarius and then pluto of course when it reaches aquarius usually we'll get hints of what it's going to be about um when we, we get closer to the time But we're probably already getting some hints already because of the Mars transit. So please pay attention to your own life. We're seeing some things in the news that are obviously going to have bearing on all of this. If we are in the historical moment that we think we're in politically, um, then... This is going to have some bearing on what happens in the future. It's going to have some bearing a year and a half from now. And then again, when Pluto goes into Aquarius, like sometime around 2024, 2025, we got, we've got some years yet. But this is really not something we can ignore. And we have to see how this all shakes out, this whole political situation and the situation in your life. Where do you want freedom? Where do you want independence? Where do you want to open the door to your own brilliance, your own genius? Where um, where does it need to happen? So I invite you to think about those things in the coming days and weeks as Mars comes back over and goes into Aquarius again in early September, mid-September. And as it reaches those dates, it's going to uh, get to the nine degree point, not until October. So we got to, those early early degrees are still going to be most of September and remember Mars was at four degrees Aquarius during the eclipse and it's going to visit that point again on the 26th of September so just be aware of that Um, so whatever may have been going on in the eclipse may revisit you in some way whatever you were doing ritual about maybe whatever you were asking for was very important so yes If you look in the sky at night, you could probably see Mars. It's very bright. It's got a reddish tint. The other night I saw it, I looked up and the moon was in Aquarius and I could see Mars and the moon were next to each other. And that was very exciting. And then Venus is very bright in the sky right now too, as she is in Libra. And you can look up at them and enjoy them and make a wish on them. So um, for the rest of the week, we have uh, the moon in Pisces until Tuesday afternoon when it goes into Aries and it's going to stay there until Thursday evening when the moon goes void for about two and a half hours and then it goes into Taurus. So we've got an Aries moon this week for a good number of days and that's, that's very positive and, um, optimistic and energetic. So that's good. Uh, we can keep moving our energy Forward with a with an Aries moon later in the week is a Taurus moon and you know it's going to trigger Uranus on Friday so that should be interesting um, it should really be uh, a nice a relatively reasonable I think Labor Day weekend there's no huge aspects uh, Monday Labor Day the moon is in Gemini so you know it'll probably be a relatively calm weekend, barring any extra activity generated by Mars going direct. Um, So, in also, as we start the month of September, we're going to start seeing Saturn go direct, and we're going to start seeing other shifts, you know, we'll eventually go into Libra, and Venus is going to go into Scorpio, which is very important in September because that's where she will retrograde in October. So in the meantime, keep your head together. And the one thing I have noticed when Mars goes direct is we do want to confront and we do want to go like a bulldozer into something and it's not appropriate. It's just let the energy move first. Let the energy shake out. Do not lose your temper. Do not lose your cool. It could really be um, somewhat destructive so and use it constructively. Hey, Mars is going direct in its exaltation place. What's your strategy going forward? What didn't work out over these last few weeks? How do you want to proceed with your new plans and projects? That's fantastic. And it's a great time to be ambitious. Okay, so it's the last week of August and we're all saying goodbye to summer. But by the time Mars gets moving in early September, you're gonna be ready to do some rock and roll and that's a great thing. So we wanna see things move forward for everybody and in a positive way and not feel like we are holding ourselves back in any way anymore. So, and clear out the closets, clear out what you feel have been holding you back. And process what's happened this summer. Process what's happened over these last few weeks. Process what's happened last week. Just last week alone was hard. And um, I think that the best thing to do is just sort of connect with yourself and, and um, be very present and listen to your intuition. So on that note, I'm Deb McBride, and I am available for astrology sessions anytime. So you can contact me through my website, deb at You can email me. I'm on Instagram at debastrology and Twitter at debastrology. And I regularly do this podcast, hopefully every week. <laughs> and I offer you also astrocartography reports on my website, For those of you who are interested in that, and I find it highly helpful if you're thinking about moving or doing business in other parts of the world or country. And I invite you to have a look at that on my website, debmcbride.com. I wish you a good week. I'm going to be taking a little vacation, but I will return here and do my podcast as always, but I am going to be taking a little vacation to another part of Costa Rica for a few days, and I'm looking forward to that very much, so... Um, I need a break too. So (laughs) I hope you all have a wonderful week ahead. Process, be intuitive, love yourself, take care.